Just as an author must at some point put pen to paper, a painter must put paint to canvas, and a potter must put clay to hands, a visionary must write the vision and make it plain. Welcome to the Radiant Pearl Living Podcast, where you will hear fearless stories to nurture your dreams and inspire you to live a radiant lifestyle you love. Now, here is your host, Stacey Zand. Hello and welcome to episode 21, where we are going to discuss how you can make your vision a reality and a priority. If you desire to be inspired to ace it, see it, write it, speak it, and to simply be the visionary you always knew you could be, this episode is for you. Are you a person who is wondering how you can get past just having a vision and seeing that vision actually become a reality? Then this episode is for you. Listen and learn how to use an easy to remember way to process the steps you need to take daily to get to where you desire to be today and tomorrow. Today's episode is brought to you by the Radiant Pearl Planner, an improved and inspirational planning system provided at radiantpearlliving.com so you can plan beautifully for a life you love. This episode is also sponsored by The Fearless Creator at thefearlesscreator.com where you can find a proven done-for-you system to simplify your content creation process and streamline your promotional planning so you can show up consistently and confidently share. Everything we discuss in this episode, including the show notes, can be found at radiantperliving.com slash episode 21. A special thank you to our most recent reviewer, Ellie G, who shared the following review. Such good inspiration. She shared, I love Stacy's upbeat, sunshine personality, and I'm encouraged when I listen. She is thoughtful, detailed, and just a blessing. Thank you for letting us all know we can do this. Wow. Thank you, LEG, for that beautiful, heartfelt, and warm review. I really appreciate you and those who take the time to let me know how these episodes are impacting your life and encouraging you. That's the whole purpose of providing this content and all the inspiration and guests we share with you here. Now let's get into this episode. First of all, it's hard to create and plan a radiant life you love when you are surrounded by clutter. Some of you who follow along in social media or in the newsletter and blog may have already seen the transformation of a small bedroom in my home to my home office that doubles as a craft room and space for my live video presentations. Get this, without the need to use a virtual background. I've so enjoyed seeing the comments and responses on how this full view transformation with before and after photos, along with the whole process of first decluttering, then painting, then pulling up the carpet, to removing the closet shelves, to installing new storage solution and organization shelves, to installing laminate vinyl flooring, to ordering all the things needed to complete the vision. I had in mind for my home office. This does include an electric home office table. You can sit or stand behind, 
for presentation purposes and not limited to the pegboard setup and ergonomic chair to ensure wellness while working. Okay, okay, so you get the gist. It all came together as an admirer noted, like a dream, and to further inspire you to create a space you love. I have a special resource I've created and have made available for you listeners to take advantage of as we conclude the summer season and head into the fall months ahead. It's no secret that everyone is making their home a place they enjoy spending quality time in, and I simply want to help make this journey simplified as with all the other things. I will link the post so you can see the transformation for yourself and be inspired to begin your journey with a free checklist to create a space you love as well as you envision. So how can you make your vision a priority and a reality? I originally planned to discuss another topic, but after some incredible conversations recently, I realized we talk a lot about having a plan and a vision, as I introduced in the last solo episode specifically. And today, I want to take that topic deeper. How can you make your vision a priority and a reality? I'm going to discuss with you four simple steps and provide a process visual in the form of a mind map created to make it easy to remember what we discussed in this episode and you can access to print and put in a prominent place to remember as you continue to plan for a radiant life you love and make your vision a priority and a reality in this season. First step, see it. So many talk about vision and forget the most important step to seeing goals and dreams come true. You must envision what you hope to accomplish first. I asked my husband, who is an expert in all things history and sports, which athlete shared their main strategy to achieving victory, and he frankly yet humorously responded, All of them. See, I've heard time and time again that pro athletes and those who have accomplished major things they set out to achieve share their strategy to winning is to see it first. I love how Brent Gleason, a contributor on Forbes, puts it, Athletes do it before the big game. Soldiers do it before stepping onto the battlefield. Visionary business leaders do it every day. When we envision ourselves reaching goals of any kind, our brain starts finding ways to make it happen. Merriam-Webster defines vision as something you imagine and see in your mind. Although it goes without saying that having a visual like a vision board to keep what you would like to become a reality before you, I am not going to go into great detail on that form of creation you can see in this episode or article as it was already covered in the vision board tutorial provided on the blog and linked in the show notes. Second step, write it. There is something special about the process of moving from seeing something in your mind to seeing it on paper. Just as an author must at some point put pen to paper, a painter must put paint to canvas, and a potter must put clay to hands, a visionary must write the vision and make it plain. Habakkuk 2 verse 2 There is no need to make things complicated. 
keep things simple as using the traditional tools to record what it is you desire to see become a reality. So much clarity comes from simply writing it. Third step, speak it. I want to encourage you today to speak your vision to life. After you've envisioned it by seeing it in your mind and you've written it down and made sense of it all, speak that vision and watch the effect the spoken word will have in the grand scheme of things. We know what we say and proclaim into the airwaves, especially with apostolic authority, reaches to the Lord's keen ears. Then all we have left to do is listen, the most important part we rarely speak of. Prayer. Some have shared as a two-way conversation. We spend most of our time speaking, but I want to ask you, do you take the time to listen? Following this three-part process leads to a mindful person keen to listening as our creator and maker. How beautiful it is to be made in his image, for the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers, but the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. How can we listen as he listens if we do not know what to listen for? That still small voice you have to become familiar with through the process of finding and imprinting your vision in mind on paper and upon your tongue. Now this is where the printable visual comes in. Fourth step, ace it. One, have your mind conceive what you want to achieve. Two, envision the concept. Three, record your plan for close examination. Four, vocalize the possibilities as you imagine. Five, define and relinquish your thoughts and plans to be transformed. Recognize his thoughts and plans are greater. We place limits, but God is limitless and knows no bounds. His ways are so much greater. Why vision is important. It is not difficult to come up with a life plan as a thought leader, but it is the steps you take to get to a clear vision that will make all the difference. In previous episodes, we've discussed that life is not about the destination, but the journey. Having a vision makes the journey worthwhile as you go through the pitfalls and stumbling blocks that will ultimately propel you to your destiny. We learn so many gems along the road to realization, a realization of who you were created to be and what we were created to do to accomplish a great purpose ordained before we even knew our name. Renew your mind in the process of sharing your vision. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind daily. Romans 12 verse 2. Now I want to share with you some featured guest submissions on planning and journaling as it all leads to how you can make your vision a reality and a priority. First, we will hear from Tan VC of We Wear Wellness. So first, I'd like to tell you a bit about myself. I am a very anxious person. I have a very low stress tolerance and I'm very scatterbrained. At the same time, though, I'm a workaholic, which is very annoying and I'm a perfectionist. So it's like I want to work, I want to work more, 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 more. And I want to make everything perfect. But at the same time, I usually can't handle it. So for a person like me or 
if you have any of those characteristics, planning is extremely beneficial. So for me, uh, planning helps me stay focused on my daily tasks, like what I actually have to do today, because I have so many things to do, but I get so many ideas and I come up with so much inspiration when like I'm listening to a podcast or reading a book or somewhere online. And every time that happens, every time I get an idea or hit something new, I get sidetracked and I start working towards it or like researching more about it. And, and it's really frustrating because in the goals I actually had, I don't move forward with them, but that's not the biggest problem. The biggest problem for me is I get overwhelmed and with all these ideas buzzing it around in my head, I stress out and I, and I've off, like I've gotten a panic attack many times. I, I do have a history of like anxiety. And so basically long story short is our planning really helps me calm down and focus on what I have to do and kind of releases um, the anxiety. So what I do is I put everything on Evernote or in a physical planner, or I've also invested in a whiteboard recently. And I also have a bunch of sticky notes lying around and I can just jot down something whenever I have an idea so that I can focus on the task I'm actually working on. And I know that whatever this idea or to do or inspiration came into my head, I can get to it later and like look at it later. And that seriously empties out so much space in my brain and it makes me so much more free. It gives me so much more mental energy so that I can work or focus focus on the task I actually do, I actually have to work on rather than trying to chase around the millions of thoughts buzzing around in my head, which is just exhausting. And journaling for me is is quite different. So for me, I every morning I journal for about half an hour, 40 minutes. And it's the first thing I do after making coffee. And I love journaling. It's very therapeutic for me and it helps me go through my emotions. It's more about the feelings and it helps me figure out like what I'm feeling and shift from a negative to a positive mindset. So let's say I wake up and I'm just feeling a little off. Like I might be annoyed at myself because I woke up late or I'm just kind of not feeling it or something happened, something happened the previous day. Whatever it is, when I write it down, it doesn't make it better for sure. But I can see it and then I can work through it. And then I can write down, you know, what evidence I have or how I can think differently. Or for a while, I'll just rant. And ranting really helps. And this is something that no one else is going to see. And it just, it clears out all the negative, like, gunk inside me. And it puts it out on this piece of paper. And once it's out, I can then focus on how to either change my mindset or accept the reality and find the positives in the situation or try to change something in my reality that will help me through what I'm feeling. So that's really, really therapeutic for me. But my favorite part is writing my dreams and where I want to be. I love imagining my dream life and writing down my goals every day and just talking about, you know, where I see myself in my ideal life, who I am, what I'm doing. And that pumps me up so much in the morning and it, it makes me so happy and it starts my day off on such a positive note. But more than that, it gives me the clarity I need to focus on my goals that will get me to my dream life throughout the day. Thank you, Tanvi, for being so transparent and sharing how planning and writing your goals keeps you focused and free mentally to work on the things that matter. Now we're going to hear from Shiera of Shiera Savan, a leadership coach and innovation strategist based in Sweden. 
Let's talk about journaling. There's different ways of calling this activity. Some people call it morning pages. Some others call it journaling. Some others call it thought download. And in my mind, they are basically uh, doing a very similar thing, which is about downloading all your thoughts, writing them down so that you can look at them. How did I start a journaling and why do I believe it's so important? I started journaling in early 2019. And the reason I started is because my coach back then recommended me to do it. We were discussing something that I was struggling with. And, and she just said, you know, just um, take a piece of paper and write down your thoughts and do it in the morning. That's why she called them morning pages. And, and I actually really like the association with the morning, with the birth of a new day. And I really started getting an amazing benefit from it. And, uh, and I haven't stopped doing my morning pages or journaling um, practice ever since uh, I started on that day. And I know it takes consistency and it takes some intentional planning to do it because um, it's very easy to just forget about it and not doing it. But it does really pay back if you're doing it. And let me tell you why. So what happens is that our thoughts in our head are fighting for space. And you know that situation in which there is something that continuously comes back and, and you're pushing it away and then it, it comes, that thought comes back again. And there's something that you can't stop thinking about something specific, but you can't really get hold of that thought. And it's just somehow in the cloud and it bothers me. You know, you can't just let go of it. When I was, when I was younger, there was always this thing of saying, don't think too much or you're thinking too much. And I think that idea, I still hear it. Some people say, well, you know, maybe I think too much. And you can't think too much. <laughs> Nobody thinks too much. We actually don't think enough. Or we don't pay attention to our thoughts. And we just let them gravitate in our head and, and fighting like small kids in our head and, and trying just to take space, you know, grab attention from us. And I really can visualize, you know, there's all these small kids trying to get the, our attention. And we try to please all of them a little bit but none of them really completely. And so that's really where journaling comes into, into play. If you don't have the practice of paying attention to your thoughts, sometimes you might just feel like, I'm not thinking it. I don't have anything to write. At least that, that sometimes would happen to me. And this is quite interesting to observe because, again, it's a, it's a habit that we have on not paying attention to our thoughts. So it's really, we need to get into the practice of learning how to listen to our thoughts and learning how to get them out of our brain and into the paper. And the way it works is that you just take a piece of paper. I, I use my iPad. I'm really bad with writing on papers, but I, I use my Apple Pen. Because what they say is that really the, the act of writing with your hand rather than typing has a very different effect on the results. So, so the recommendation is take a piece of paper or anything, wherever you want to write, and write freehand until you at least fill in paper. And what I say also to my clients is just write, try to do this exercise. The first time you might really have completely non-correlated thoughts that come together. And that's fine. Everybody does it the way it works for them. If you don't, you're not writing stories, so you don't need you know, to bother about punctuation or, uh, or that it looks nice. It's just really a download of your thought. And it should be without judgment. You're the only person that is looking at those thoughts. Nobody else needs to look at it. 
And the idea is that you really don't even lift your pen and you just run. And you just look at your thoughts and just write down what you're thinking. But I think the first thing to do is really to start journaling. And, you know, I was a bit upset the other day also um, because I told somebody to do it. This person was really frustrated. It had all the thoughts and it was like, oh my God, I don't, I don't want to think about it. And I said, I'm sorry to say that, but that's exactly what you need to think about. That's exactly what you need to take the time and write down. Don't just think about it because that's, that's hard work and that's just not leading anywhere. But if you just take a minute, five minutes, not a minute, maybe it's not going to be enough, but take five, max 10 minutes and do it, you will feel so much better. You will A, feel that the problems are not as big as you initially thought they were and B, you will just feel relief. And then you can decide what is really happening. How can I solve the problems that I have? And, and really start working on those individually. Just pushing it away and just letting them stay there, making noise and fighting for your attention, it's not going to help you. Shira, thank you for sharing your wisdom on the matter of journaling and how effective this practice can be. You took the time to break it down so creatively. And I know that those who were listening were able to glean a lot from this particular art form of journaling and taking time to invest in yourself in this way. Now we're going to hear from Jessica of Strength, Patience, Trust. I love to journal. I've started when I was in the fourth grade journaling. So I, I, that's the way for me to express how I feel, what I'm going through. If I have like doubts of anything. Um, I know other people might express it differently. That's my way. Even like writing letters. That's another way for me to express myself better. And I love to, like, again, I love to journal. That's something I always make time for. And I have so many journals. Like I said, I started since I was young. So that helps me when I'm down or when I'm happy. So I write about different things, how I'm feeling, my thoughts, my doubts, my fears, any type of emotions. Wonderful. You know, it's so interesting because I find that a lot of people who are normally drawn to this podcast, as well as just with the entire concept and idea of really journaling your way to healing, which is an art journaling webinar we did about a month or two ago and did a series and found that a lot of people who are also in the mental health space are very much in tune with that element and aspect of journaling. And so I'm just so excited because I know that you've been a part of the online community and the newsletter. And right now I'm helping an, another client launch their podcast and they're also in the mental health field. And so I wanted to kind of ask you, what do you believe from your expertise being in the therapy mental health field? Would you say you could guide people when it comes to utilizing and incorporating that aspect of journaling and planning? What would be your advice in that regard? So as far as with that, um, it also depends if that's something they like to do, if they're able to express themselves by writing. So some people do. So those are one of the things that I let them know that that's something that they could do or continue to do because sometimes people, they stop journaling and they've said when they were journaling, it did help them or like they 
they could do like a, if it's something like if it, they're dealing with their self-esteem, there's also like a self-esteem journal or like for anxiety or if they're depressed. So yes. And they've told me, yes, it does help them when they journal. That's one of the techniques that we try to like let them know if they need to relax more, if they're anxious, if they're depressed, or like I was saying, self-esteem, improving self-esteem, their confidence in themselves is just having a journal so with self-esteem like what were they happy about what were they grateful about what was something they were proud of things like that that's those are things we talk for a self-esteem journal I have like a planner a yearly planner so I pick three you could pick three or four goals like I pick like four goals for the year so it could be personal goals it could be career goals it could be like if you like your faith if you want to improve your faith so like my four goals that I did was my faith, learning more about my faith. The other one was the losing weight for career, like building my business and making it better, research, things like that. So and the fourth one was actually finding true love. So I do like little goals like, OK, for my faith, like I have a daily app, Bible app. So I read like a scripture in the morning and the nighttime. I'm also in different communities that talk about Bible studies or they have like newsletters. So that's how I improve my faith in that aspect. Now with losing weight is like eating in moderation, taking the stairs instead of taking the elevator and well, exercising also. I love to dance. So that's another way I exercise. As far as my career, actually finishing my website, getting myself out there, also learning more about coaching. And also I use my experience as a social worker, as a therapist to help me with coaching single women. And as far as finding true love, or finding someone that like right now I have someone. So, so like I did like dating apps, things like that. So that's, those are things I did as far as to finding someone, because that's something I've always wanted, you know, eventually I want to get married and things like that. So that's how I set up my goals for the year. And just also in general self-care, because sometimes we don't take care of ourselves. And that's something that's important. You have to also make time for that. I know we have busy lives that we want to do so much, but if we don't take care of ourselves, what's going to happen is we'll get depressed or we'll get burned out. So that's something important is for us to also take care of ourselves, to make time for ourselves. Beautiful, Jessica. I really love that you took the time out to break down and to categorize all the things that you are wanting to see become a reality in your life. It does give you a chart, so to speak, and a path to accomplishing exactly what you set out to achieve. And I know that with the wealth of experience and expertise that you have in the field that you're working in, you do have to be so intentional, I'm sure, about guiding people through a process and being able to experience and find healing. And I love that you brought up the point of self-care because I, I do think that's something we do neglect, especially when you're so busy creating and you're so busy doing and helping people. I know the field that you're in is very demanding, working with people, especially at this time, experiencing anxiety and stress in different ways as everything around us and how we're used to life has changed drastically. And so I'm just really excited to share your expertise and how you're going about planning for a radiant life you love and incorporating journaling in your journey and really prioritizing and working towards that big picture plan by 
conquering small goals one step at a time. Are there any final words of wisdom and encouragement? I know with what you're planning to do, you shared a little bit with me off screen by email with your actual business. You said you're setting up a website and will be launching soon. So you can also share something that fires you up right now. I want to give you the room to do that. Or yes, like um, that's my goal is to finally launch my website you know, do other things that you need to do for your business, like emails, uh, marketing. So um, that's how I'm doing for my website is that like trying to launch it. So that's my main goal right now is doing that. And then eventually, yes, getting building relationships with future clients, because I I love to help people. That's always been something uh, that's just me. Like, I love what I do. I'm passionate about it. And yeah, if I can make a change, if I can make a difference, that's what helps me. Absolutely love it, Jessica. This is just so amazing chatting with you today. And I I want to ask you the question, which I know wasn't something I originally planned to ask you, because I know you're talking about the website. And of course, I work in the space of helping to design website. And I also have that lead magnet with the actual Elementor template and the tutorials. But how did we actually find each other? You connected with the community and the resources that's provided here. I don't, I'm not sure if it was the Women Entrepreneur through Serena. Okay. Yeah, I think she had like, yeah, Serena, there's different days where she, she sends like free things. So okay. that's how I met you like through that. Like I know I put like my email and I loved what you wrote about like journaling, art journaling, your podcast and all of those things. So I was like, OK, let me, you know, learn more because I like to also learn more. I like yes. learning things. Yes. So and that's how I got in contact with you. It's also networking, yes. getting to know people building that relationship and things like that. I believe it was through there or maybe someone I knew referred me to you. I mean, I (laughs) I believe it was that, but yeah. um, I love it. So you know what? That is evidence to the fact that you cannot neglect putting yourself out there. Like you just, especially when you have a goal and an intention to help people, the right people will find you. And I just want to take the time to really encourage you, Jessica. I can hear that you're taking the necessary steps to implement, even despite possible overwhelm. And that is going to be such an encouragement to people who will listen to this particular feature, wisdom feature, with you being a part of the audience and having the expertise that you have and developing and growing your business. As as I'd like to say, as a fearless creator, you were created to help people, to use all your gifts and talents, to be a blessing. And you're certainly doing so. And it gets difficult. But the fact that you're willing to put in the work, and even if it's not necessarily your cup of tea or forte in building a site, you try to muddle your way through and learn and get on email lists so you can glean and, you know, really try and, connect and network, like you said, with the right people. So where can people find you online? I have different social media. So I have Facebook, Pinterest, and Twitter. So for all three, it's strength, patience, and trust. The reason why I also picked that those three things is because as single women, sometimes we don't realize we have those characteristics, especially when it comes to being strong, having patience. Well, that's something I still work on is 
is being patient because I'm an impatient person. I want to know what's going to happen. I wish I could see in the future and things like that. And trust, well, we've been through so much. Sometimes it's hard for us to trust people, but that's something, you know, eventually we have to um, trust people. So that's with my social media. Absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much, Jessica, for taking the time out to share your story and your words of wisdom and just listening to you, having emailed with you and having discussion and learning that your personal faith, you know, while we were talking, it, it was just led on my heart to close out this particular session and talk with you in prayer and hoping you're open to that as a person of faith. Oh. <laughs> and believer. Oh, yes. yes, I am. Definitely. Bible studies. Yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much for giving me the opportunity, you know, to be a guest in your podcast. Oh, it's, it's my absolute pleasure and honor. So Jessica, I'm going to go ahead here now and pray. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for who you are. I bless your holy name. I give you glory and honor today for who you will continue to be in our lives. Lord, we know that all things work together for the good to those who love you and who are called according to your purpose. And I know and believe that Jessica at this appointed time is called to do the work that she's called to do. You've given her such beautiful words of confirmation in the businesses and the ideas that you've placed inside of her. I thank you for the strength that you've given unto her, the faith, the trust, the confidence, all that she needs and desires, Lord, will be fulfilled. You've already connected her with the right people. You've given her a hunger and a desire to grow and to reach others with what she has learned and with what she has developed as a person, Lord, as a person of faith. And I'm just so grateful, God, that you are going to continue to bless and to keep and to uplift and to strengthen her as she launches her new website, as she launches the vision that you've given unto her. Send the right people to remind her why she does what she does. I thank you, Lord God, for meeting the desires of her heart, for giving her, Lord, the stick to itivity that no matter what comes her way, if she just relies on you, that you will send her just what she needs. The reminders as you've sent me, as you've sent each and every one who is listening, each and every person who desires to do great exploits for you. But we must first start with the vision in mind. Do our part and show up. And where we're weak, you be made strong. I thank you, Lord God, for showing forth yourself great in her life and in her business, Lord, for the right people to be blessed and the right people to connect with their message. Lord God, as her business propels and goes to a higher height and a deeper depth beyond her wildest dreams. That's the faith that you've given unto us today and forevermore. I thank you, Lord, for the answered prayers. And I thank you, Lord, for the open doors. I thank you, Lord, for the lifeline that you've sent unto us as we continue to walk on this narrow and straight path to living a radiant life that we love where we put you first and everything else will fall into place in your holy precious name we pray jesus have your way amen amen thank you so much again i know this episode was a bit different from the flow we normally have but i just felt led to share 
all these different elements that really came together beautifully in demonstrating how you can utilize journaling and planning on your journey to realizing your full potential and vision, the vision that you've been given to see that become a reality as you make it a priority. As we continue to share multi-generational stories that inspire, I want to invite you to tell a friend about this podcast. We are going to bring some exciting new stories immediately following this episode. Next episode, you can look forward to a featured author who is doing incredible things. And I can't wait for you to hear his story. Yes, it is a he. (laughs) And so I'm really excited. If you've been able to really listen along on all of our other episodes and you've come this far, I want to thank you. I want to have you reach out to me and let me know if there's anything that really stood out to you in this or any of our past episodes. You can tag me on Instagram or Facebook and just let me know what your greatest takeaway was when it comes to making your vision a reality. Listen to the stories of our elders, millennial mentees who've become mentors themselves as you strive to find your purpose. Delve deeper in the discussion and ideas through journey questions provided in our weekly newsletter. Thank you for listening to the Radiant Pearl Living RPL Live with Stacy Zant. Visit us at radiantpearlliving.com slash episode 21. And I look forward to connecting with you as I encourage you to live a radiant life you love.